Welcome back to the Strength and Speed Podcast. I'm your host, Evan Preparis. Uh, unfortunately, not joining me this week is Brenna Calvert. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Juice Performer. If you haven't tried their products, go check them out. Uh, they sell them off Amazon. We have a code for them on the CTG Pro Team Facebook page. I believe it's 1CTGBP15. Uh, so they're, they're more than just beets now. They actually have cherry juice and beet juice with passion fruit. Uh, if you're interested in trying some of their products. Or if you uh, come to a Conquer the Gauntlet race, we have plenty of free product to give away if you want to give it a try before you actually buy it. Joining me this week is Lebanese and uh, international fitness icon Amin Dib. He, is, he was on the uh, Lebanese national team for six years for Taekwondo, so a high-level athlete himself. Uh, he's done 23 years of personal training. Um, he had a TV show that went on for seven years called Get Fit. It was the number one in the Arab world. He owns two gyms in Beirut called Tactical Fitness. And he has the co-owner of Hannibal Race, which is the only obstacle course race in Lebanon. Uh, so, Dib, welcome, my good friend. How's it going? Thank you, Evan. Thank you for this amazing uh, introduction. It's great having you on. I know some of our American listeners you know, may not recognize your voice, but you're, you're, you're a pretty big deal over in... Uh, the other side of the world. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Just to give people an idea, when um, we went out to dinner uh, like last year, we're walking down the street, and some random guy comes up to you and starts asking you a question. And I was like, do you know him? And they're like, you're like, no. He just wanted some you know, advice for like his hurting knee or something. So, I mean, yeah, you're, exactly. <laughs> you're, like, you're recognizable uh, walking down the street. And um, so, kind of a big deal. Yeah, that's it. First, I'm honored to be with you, like talking about uh, Hannibal Race and uh, your visit, uh, of course, uh, along with uh, Brenna. And uh, it's amazing to be to be talking about this uh, through you in, in the States and all uh, American listeners from the United States. That that's an honor. Yeah, it's uh, it's great, and I we love you know the obstacle course racing communities worldwide, and we'd love seeing it brought to new countries and uh, seeing the sport grow. Uh, so with that, kind of, when when did you and Kareen, uh, the other co-owner of Hannibal Race, when did Hannibal Race start? When was your first event? Actually, our first event was in 2014, and uh, this summer we will be uh, holding the edition number six and edition number seven. There are both qualifiers uh, to the world championship, which is amazing. Uh, we started with a lot of difficulties in Lebanon because the community here and the culture is not like going up on a Saturday or on a Sunday and go to a mud race. For them, something very weird to go and to be totally submerged by, by mud or by dirt or by whatever it is in the, in the mountains. But now, if you see and when you visit, uh, uh, you, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna notice how much it improved for the last two years, how much OCR is something that is really trendy now in Lebanon. 
it wasn't only the only, I think it was one of the few races that came to the Middle East back in end of 2013, beginning 2014. And it's still the only race in Lebanon. We see that a lot of companies are aiming to be uh, doing some races uh, in, in Lebanon here, uh, throughout Beirut. Or, but it's not, it's not, we didn't see yet any races. Uh, the thing is, the progressivity of, of having such type of sport in Lebanon has passed in a very, in a very fast track. So, from having a race that is like, uh, uh, like not having a lot of obstacles or not having the best course, to now, what you're going to see when you come, you are going to be proud. Great. Um, definitely looking forward to it. We're at, me and Brent are actually about one one day and a plus, plus a couple of hours away from leaving for experiencing Hannibal Race. So obviously very excited about that. Actually, we're so excited to host you with uh, Brenna because uh, you know how much how much of an experience you present in the sport. And uh, uh, on, on my personal level, I'm, I'm uh, really excited to have you here. Thank you for your help. For the listeners, they have to know that you were, you had a lot of influence on, on us as uh, the Hanab race in Lebanon in order to, to continue in this progressive uh, path, if you want. Oh, I appreciate it, Amin. Thanks. Thank you very much. Yeah. Where did you get the idea to start Hannibal Race? Okay. First of, uh, like many years ago when I, I was living in the States, I, I saw an announcement for, for a tough mother. It was a tough mother. So I said back then, this is like maybe five or six years ago, and I said, you know, I want to try this. Let me go and see what I can do there. Like, because, you know, I, I, have, I have the military discipline. I love the military. And I said, this could be something that is a military concept, but uh, if you want uh, uh, sliced and diced to be for the, for the civilians. So I went and I tried it, and it was like really awesome. And then... It wasn't back then, maybe it was more than five years, it was, OCRs was not taking like this huge place as, as it's doing now. So two years after, I noticed that uh, there is another race called Spartan Race. And I went and I saw like really a, a, good, a good race that was in Malibu, California. And I said, you know what, this could be something out of the box for, for the area, for the region. This could be something really nice for, uh, for, for Lebanon. And it went from there. We had step one and then step two and then steps went very fast. Uh, and we learned a lot. I went to many OCRs. I made many OCRs uh, in the world. So just to understand more, I went to a coaching uh, seminars. I went to a lot of places that can make me be close to OCR athletes. And I'm telling you this, uh, there's no secret. Like the OCR athletes and, uh, uh, are really, really different. Like this, this uh, joy of getting the full suffer from the track, and it's something really amazing. I couldn't understand it before, but now I understand it since I do a lot of uh, races now. I, can, I cannot imagine what joy you will be having when you cross the finish line. This is a magical moment. And you know what, Evan, I always say to, to the people, they call me on my phone here in Lebanon, since you said, they, they, when I go to the streets and they go, hey, I mean, the Hannibal race, I'm going, what do you think? Should I do it, should I not? And I try to, to if you want, disseminate a message, how obstacle racing is related to their lives, how much inspiration, motivation they can get by only arriving to the finish line. And, you know, going after taking the medal and say, you know, I can do this. If I can do this, I can do many other things. 
you know, and it's very related to community, and I love that. Yeah, we were, uh, I was actually just talking about that with one of my good friends, uh, another OCR athlete called Miles Keller, um, talking about how, you know, being able to overcome things on the course, you know, translates into your regular life that, you know, if you can get over these obstacles, you know, when you encounter some problems in your life, you know, it helps you build that resiliency to overcome those obstacles. Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. That's for sure. Cool. Well, I, I'm, again, very looking forward to uh, experiencing Lebanon again. I have been there for, it's been two years already? I think it's been almost yeah, two years. Yeah, it's been two years. Yeah, it was exactly winter of 2015. Yeah, time flies. Yeah, that, that's, that's two years and a bit. So you, you also travel to the U.S. Uh, quite frequently. Um, yeah, definitely. It's, you know, it's, I, I won't consider it, uh, I will be exagger- exaggerating. Uh, I will not be exaggerating if I said this is the first ho- home for me. You know, my family has been in the States for the last 60 years. My grand-grandfather, like, it's, it's something really nice. This is a place that I, I value, and I love to be there. For those who may not know what Beirut or Lebanon is like, um, from your perspective, you know, having seen America, Southern California, and Beirut, kind of what's, what's like the culture like and what's the, you know, if someone decided to fly to Beirut, what would the, the experience be like? Okay, I, I will tell you how it is. Lebanon is in the middle of the Middle East. It is in the middle of the Arab country, but you will never see any place with the with the people and with the, how they people they go out how they act how they do more uh, close to to Americans like everybody is westernized here so if 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 they come here it's it's like it's like between Spain and a westernized community however we are in the middle of you know trouble in the Middle East but if you come to Lebanon now if you see the beach if you see the nightlife if you see see the tourists who are expecting more than 2 million tourists this summer. That's uh, half of the Lebanese population. Yeah. So uh, there is a lot of traffic, yes, <laughs> but it's like everywhere in the world. If you go to, to the 101 in Los Angeles, you will, you will like be stuck in traffic. And, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's really nice. It's Mediterranean. It's hot. If you go to the beach, you will enjoy. If you go to the mountains, you will enjoy. Uh, actually, we are preparing like some uh, sightseeing for you and Brenna, so so you take this experience, especially Brenna. She haven't been here to 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 tell more OCR athletes. Hey, come on, you should try the the Hannibal race in Beirut. One of the things everyone used to say to me was, it's the only country or the only place in the world that you can go skiing in the morning and then go to the beach in the afternoon. Yeah, correct, correct, correct. And you know, it's it's very vibrant. Uh, I'm myself. I'm even uh, like really, really happy this year in the summer here. It's very vibrant. You're gonna see like festivals everywhere, dancing festival everywhere, singing festivals everywhere. Worldwide singers from the states, from France, from everywhere in the world are having concerts in Lebanon. So it's it's very motivating. It's a very and I'm I'm telling you this like to think of Lebanon as as uh, like very far exiled place. It's not like that. Especially in the summer, it's it's a very nice Mediterranean uh, uh, country. With the people are very very the people love uh, people coming from everywhere in the world. You will see when you come here, everybody is waiting for you. Since we did we po- the post on on social media, and everybody is asking about Evan. 
and uh, uh, you know that they really, really, uh, they, they really like uh, foreigners coming from outside. You will see this in your, in your own eyes. When I finally went to Lebanon, I'd been all over the Middle East. You know, gone to probably half a dozen or more countries, and when I stepped off the plane and kind of got immersed in that environment, I could not believe where I was. I was like, you know, I've been all over the Middle East, and you're right, Lebanon is absolutely nothing like any place else in the world. It, it was yeah, and extremely westernized. From a guy perspective, there's like fake boobs, and you know, like everyone's, <laughs> everyone's got oh, their yeah. hair nice, and everyone's got a lot of makeup on, and I was like, this is unlike any place else I've been. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I, I believe that I told you one time that you came in the winter time. So now it's the summer. Yes. Like everything is exposed. Everything <laughs> is like, and in, in, you know, you're gonna be, you're gonna be like, and plus, in the last two years, we had like a good two years of stability. So now you're gonna, you're gonna see like a different look of Lebanon. You're gonna see a very, very vibrant place. Very vibrant place. Like you're gonna like it. I, I'm sure. Great. So um, I know uh, Hannibal Race has also expanded outside of Lebanon, correct? Correct, yes. So where else have you held races? We had two races in Saudi Arabia. It was, it was uh, a success. We are repeating this, but the thing is now it's out of season in Saudi Arabia. It's extremely hot. Sometimes it's 55 degrees Celsius, 56 degrees Celsius. It's like crazy. So that's why the season there will be, we're going to be holding in... Uh, in November, uh, February, and then around March, April. So we have on our on our list. Uh, it just we need to be finalized. The thing is, in Saudi Arabia, it's not an easy system. You need like to wait for last minute to get approvals from 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 from. It's a very 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 uh, like closed and conservative uh, community. So you need many many paperwork before before you do uh, an event there. I know other people are there, Spartan race, and definitely it's harder to do like a, a race in uh, in Saudi Arabia than to do it in, in Dubai, let's say. Yeah, I can imagine. I, I've, I've never been to Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, but the, I mean, they're, you know, the extreme of the conservative uh, world. Oh, the, the extreme, extreme of the conservative. I'm going to tell you something. You might go to sign a paper, and without this paper, you cannot do the event, and you might wait four months to get this uh, this paper so it's something uh, Saudi Arabia it's, it's a different playground for any that's why you don't see a lot of races there when uh, I mean so the, obviously they're also very you know typical gender separation there did were there women running the race uh, yeah, there is a law there called law of, of uh, they have a law something where ladies and guys cannot be together in one place so you you gotta uh, do an addition for guys and then do another addition for ladies and to be honest like to do an addition uh, addition for guys for male males it's gonna be very very hard now if you go to the ladies section it's even ten times harder they have restrictions and restrictions and restrictions but the, the good thing is they have beautiful places where you can have uh, obstacle racing we had we had uh, an obstacle race in Jeddah. It was in a compound uh, called uh, Cake. It's the King Abdullah Economic City, where they have beautiful beach, beautiful places, beautiful uh, site to do an obstacle race. But it's very hard. So I think in Saudi Arabia, one race per year will be will be really enough. Okay. Cool. Uh, you guys looking to expand to any other countries or mainly Lebanon and Saudi we, Arabia? We have we have many we have many many offers now 
that we are uh, going. Uh, Dubai, we, ha we have an offer in Dubai, but the thing is, we're kind of having a debate with Karim. Karim wants to be there, but I think Dubai has like 200 races now. It's not like before. They have, uh, what 200? They have more than uh, two or 300 for obstacle racing. Like everybody is there. So uh, we have in Bahrain now, we're going to go there. We have Qatar. We have like many destinations we would love to be, to be uh, maybe, maybe why not the States? Maybe yeah. we can we can uh, work with you, you know, and and do uh, do uh, a Hannibal race and uh, get something in in coordination with you. We do something in the states. I'll be like this will be the ultimate thing for us. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, why not? Everything is achievable. I'm talking about like a real progressivity, and uh, you know, since since we met you until now, if you know how many good luck we had, so why not? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? You're our you're, you're our lucky lucky charm, man. You are uh, our lucky individual. I, oh man, I appreciate it. You, <laughs> I feel like you're giving me too much credit here, but no, that's it. That's true. Like really, it was it was amazing, and I really we really appreciate that. Oh, thank. Yeah, you're welcome. No problem. Like I said, I, I just love uh, obstacle course racing and like to see the sport grow, especially in um, you know new countries or uh, I would say I guess you guys weren't new, but you know. Helping grow the sport in general overall, I think that I think that helps everyone. Yeah, thank you, thank you for that. So I'm not, I'm not sure if we can talk about this. We can uh, we can cut this out if uh, you don't want to talk about it. But I know at one time Spartan had offered since you to make you part of their series or buy you out. I'm not sure exactly the uh, uh, exact look, term. And and like two years ago, we had the connection with Spartans. Actually, Spartans, Spartans through Reebok contacted us and they they had we, we had like uh, let me say maybe official unofficial uh, like three months of uh, of uh, meetings in order to see what we can do in Lebanon and how it will go but honestly it didn't go uh, it didn't go anywhere because uh, like it was some it, it wasn't different to what we believed in in Lebanon so that's why it was short, uh, like, you know, short uh, negotiations or something. Or we, we had one major meeting, and then we had before several pre preparations uh, meetings, you know, with Reebok. And the way we saw it, because, you know, now uh, at Spartan Race, they operate with uh, ex-Dubai. Like, uh, there is Spartan Race Arabia, so it's like ex-Dubai. But as I said, like uh, Spartan Race is an amazing race. It's a very inspirational race. I got a lot of inspirations uh, to do maybe also obstacle racing from uh, Tough Mother, mainly from Spartan Race. So it, it's an amazing race. And uh, I, I'm, I'm still now, like sometimes I jump and I go, I do Spartan races in the States and I, I, I enjoy it a lot. But I, I, I want to say it like it wasn't something uh, major. We, we had, we had... Uh, an official meeting with one uh, with, with an individual coming from UK and uh, through Reebok it was through Reebok so uh, I don't know what happened after it's, we didn't go into like uh, step 2 or step 3 cool so is, I know last time I did a Hannibal race it was televised on I believe it was LBCI so one of the uh, Lebanese channels is it going to be televised again this year? oh yes and this time it's not only going to be uh, LBC, uh, they have two two uh, two uh, types of live transmission. We have like live transmission, and you have studio live transmission. So here in Lebanon, they will come, they will break tents, they will bring people that would like to speak. They will sit down sit down with you after the race and speak about a lot of things. So it's like a major thing. It's going to be covered for three hours nonstop. Wow, 
And how many how many years in a row is, has this been broadcast? Uh, we had out of uh, this is our sixth and seventh edition. Uh, we're gonna do two editions this summer, and only one edition was not covered uh, live covered. It was uh, uh, covered like in a, in a report, but we had like uh, all our uh, editions live covered. On yeah. on on uh, LBC is like uh, a prime television in in the Arab world. See that's huge because in America the like our big kind of like mark for success is getting it on TV and you know getting some more exposure and right now all they're doing is rebroadcast so Spartan or Tough Mudder will shoot their show and then they'll edit it and they'll release it you know three to six uh, months no 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 later. we have we have live uh, retransmission and you're gonna see we have an operation center where they they meet with people meet with sponsors. And I believe this because when you get a sponsor and then you put him on television to let him say why he, he have chosen uh, the Hannibal race, the Puma Hannibal race, to say, you know, I help these guys to progress and do this and that. So it's something very important for other sponsors to come and say, you know what, we OCR is I'm a CEO. I have to go to, to, to an obstacle race and run among my, my, my colleagues. For my employees, you know, it's it's something very nice. Now this year you're gonna see like huge uh, like banks sending 30 people, and we didn't see this uh, in the last two years. No, now you're gonna see like a lot of gyms are are involving more and more, a lot of uh, banks, a lot of companies, a lot of uh, uh, media, television. They're sending their people, so yeah, it's it's gonna be different. That's great. Uh, giving back to the sponsors, I know. Some of the race series here have a very high turnover with sponsors, where they they show up for a year or don't even stay a full year, and then they're they're gone. So I think uh, building that relationship is going to really help. Yeah, you know, you know, success. we ha- we had we had many sponsors. Like I can say, a huge bank in Lebanon called Al Mawarid. We had uh, Red Bull. We had Puma. It's been with with us like four years now. So we had really really loyal uh, sponsors. If we have any Lebanese listeners or some some people that are kind of local to the area, can you still sign up on race day, or do you have to sign up in advance? Yes, you, you can. You can sign up on race day. You can just show, but you know you will have some waves that are closed. You cannot go into the waves. Uh, let's say early waves will be taken, as as you see in any race in the states. But they can. Yes, it's available. Tickets are available on the day of the event also. And how much is it uh, for in in Lebanese and then the American? And Lebanese. It's gonna be 50, 52 Lebanese uh, thousand lira. In dollars, it's equivalent to 35 dollars. Yeah, that's a steal. That's that's a great price. Yeah, you think, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I when I go to uh, to other uh, like races, it's definitely because there is another markup, another uh, territory. Like the, the, it's different, maybe. You know, maybe thirty-five dollars. It's it's fair uh, here, but maybe very cheap in other country. You know how, how what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Although food, I feel like food in Lebanon was much more expensive. I feel like I was, I was burning through my wallet eating out at a restaurant. Yeah, you you know what? If, uh, this is something I always say. I I because I go a lot to LA, and I say something that LA when it comes to whatever you buy to to clothe and whatever you buy to eat, it's a good thirty-five to forty percent less. And which yeah. is weird because if you, if you go to to a high level of uh, let's let's say in the states if you go to a restaurant, you barely can say the margin of having bad restaurants is like uh, maybe you will not like the restaurant, but it's not a bad restaurant when it comes to quality. The margin is so small. 
and that's why and and uh, even in this situation the food is like is very uh, very cheap you know what i'm saying it's like for me as a lebanese going to the states you have an amazing quality in in los angeles with the, with the best price yeah 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 so because if you know how you go to to the states and you go to a restaurant and there is an a uh, b or c no one will go to a restaurant where it's marked c and if you hesitate 100 times to go to a restaurant called b you know, with a, with a B grade. Right. And everybody is A, like 99%, 95%, let's say, it's A. So this is really good for the price they uh, they have for the food. Yeah, absolutely. You own two gyms, you said, in Lebanon, I'm called, in Beirut, called Tactical Fitness. Tell us a little bit about those. Um, are they OCR gyms? Or are they just, you know, standard weight gyms or what? Yeah, they're, 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 uh, they're gyms. That has a lot of uh, like classes, personal training packages, and gym. I have an operational one that is operating right now. We have like classes called OCRC. It's the obstacle course conditioning, but it's not a dedicated gym for only OCRs. So you know, it's the regular gym that you go to now. And of course, I'll be opening my branch number two. It's going to be also a tactical fitness in a prime location and also in Beirut, but it's going to be like 2,500 square, uh, square meters. So it is going to be a place where you have uh, a designed room for, for obstacle racing, like a lot of uh, conditioning uh, classes for OCR. You have a martial art academy. You have pools. You have a five-star spa. You will have a full-equipped gym and uh, a group exercise room. It's a 2,500 uh, uh, location. Cool. Uh, definitely interested in checking that out when we're over there. Maybe do oh, some. Oh, you uh, will. You, you will definitely. You will uh, check the site. You will check both uh, sites. Cool. Well, uh, me and Brenda will. For those of us, li- for those of you listening in the U.S., uh, make sure you're following Strength and Speed and Conquer the Gauntlet Facebook pages. Conquer the Gauntlet Protein Facebook page. We'll be doing some live streaming from the gyms, uh, as well as some stuff from on-site at the actual race venue. You'll get to see some of the obstacles and some of the athletes. Uh, running through the course, so so that should be great. No, no, I wanted to say thank you, Strength and Speed. Thank you, Conquer the Gauntlet, Evan, Brenna, like all the whole this uh, and this combination was really, really good. So, <laughs> yeah. What um, are you planning on doing any more uh, OCRs in the states? You, yeah, you, you personally, not the brand, not the brand. Oh, I, I will, I will be definitely. Actually, I'm not in in, in uh, oh, uh, end of July. I will be going there. So to be honest, I was like extremely busy doing this, preparing for this race, but I'm going to check like in these two days where is, and I'm going to be like in the California area, I'm going to see where is the best place to go and to do an OCR. If you have in, in around between end of August, uh, sorry, end of July and uh, the 10th of August, if you have in this area any place near you, that any race that you can recommend, I can fly and just go do the race and, and have a new experience. Great. Uh, if there's any, you know, people in the OCR industry that want to reach out to you, like I know your Facebook page is maxed out on uh, on friends there. Uh, what's the best way for them to get in contact with you? Okay, they can contact me first through my personal Instagram. It's Amin D T F A M I N E D as in uh, door I B as in boy uh, T F. That stands for Tactical Fitness. They can send me a, a direct message. Or they can go to our uh, like Puma Hannibal Race uh, Facebook page. They can also send me a message there. And uh, yeah, 
uh, I would love to have any any uh, any requests to come uh, to, uh, here to to do the race or any recommendations for races in the states and anything. And then before we go, the other you, we, you mentioned at the beginning of the episode, but Hannibal Race is now an official qualifier for the Absolute Course Racing World Championships. Correct. Um, do you think there'll be any Lebanese representation at the race in October in, uh, in Canada? Yes, yes, I, I, I do believe so. I do believe so. We have uh, two, you know, two categories: military. They they run in a, in a military category, and we have the civilians. But definitely, you you will see in 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 Canada, you will see like uh, Lebanese representatives. Well, that's great. I know uh, Lebanon was not represented the last four years, so having some Lebanese guys and girls that would be great. Yeah, it will be amazing to have this, uh, if you want, threshold, you know, the, the step for a new opportunity, the new door, the new for athletes. And, and I'm sure in the future that's going to be a huge uh, thing in, in, in Lebanon, as it is now in the Middle East, in some parts of the Middle East. You know, it is going to be, like, uh, in Lebanon, like, extremely popular. That's awesome. Great. And once, once we figure out, if you figure out who's coming and uh, uh, you confirm that, have them, definitely have them reach out to me and I can... We can meet up in Canada, grab a meal or something. Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. And I will be, I will be also in. I will go there in Canada as, as a, like you know, uh, to help. And we will meet again in Canada. And uh, we, I, I definitely value and hope to be always in touch, for the sake of the sport. And you know, on the sport, it's it's very amazing. Looking forward to it, definitely. So yeah, um, sure, yeah. Before we go, any uh, any other people or companies or. Things you want to talk about or give a shout out to? Uh, I'm gonna say uh, a big hi to, to my uh, co-founder, also Karin, Karin Lahoud, that you will be meeting her again. You, you know her already. Yeah. Uh, it, it was like an amazing uh, like year preparing for this race. We started actually from from last I might say last uh, September October to to start to prepare for this event, and it was like a lot of obstacles that we conquered. Uh, to reach this week, uh, we still have a lot to do now. I'm, ex- I'm doing this interview actually from the site, from Le Plateau de Bakish, from the Bakish area where the, the event will be. An amazing weather, and uh, bit by bit, I can see like the, the old the, the track is, is will be ready by 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 Friday and Saturday will be totally ready, and uh, Sunday for the big for the biggest battle. Awesome. Well, uh, yeah. W- one one more thing, I would I would I, w- I would like to remind you for your book. I would love to all winners in, in Lebanon in this race to have your book because it's an amazing one. So we can, uh, like you know, promote more and more OCR and promote the know-how for people. You know, like yeah. just to know a lot of things about OCR, it will help definitely our community here. Yeah, too easy. I'll bring a whole bunch of copies. That's, that's yeah, too easy. definitely. Yeah, I just I'm, had a new I'm, shipment I'm, come in. I'm, so. I'm gonna definitely buy my own because uh, I do believe I had some some uh, like uh, a look at it and 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 definitely I will be honored to have it. Oh, thank you. So uh, before we go, uh, again, Amin, thank you so much for coming on. Um, look forward to seeing you this weekend and then again in Canada. That's going to be an amazing experience because literally like the entire OCR industry converges in one place at one time. Um, so I think that'll be great for you, both as personally as a fan of OCR and as, a, as an athlete, but also as a, as a businessman. I think you can make oh, a lot definitely. of good connections there. So. With no doubt, with no doubt. Uh, one more thing before I go. Thank you, Evan. Thank you, Brenna. Thank you, Strength and Speed, Conquer the Gauntlet, USA, 
Uh, as I said, thank you so much, and I'm honored to be on board. I'm honored to be talking to you right now. Talking to you on your podcast, it will be uh, one of the amazing achievements that we did as Puma Hanab Race, as the Hanab Race. And here we go. Beirut is waiting for you, man. Let's do yeah. it. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like the honor is mine. Uh, <laughs> another funny story. So when, you know, when we had done that uh, special Hannibal Race edition um, at the, before I left in, in Lebanon, uh, you pulled up in a car, and I, w- I went to introduce you to two of the, uh, two of the workers that were there, uh, my friends. I was like, hey, this is uh, Amin, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, yeah, I know. I know who Amin is, and I was like, yeah. "All right, I, like I, I'm the a-hole here. Like I, I don't know who you are. <laughs> that you know, these guys are like everyone knows who he is. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm I apologize for introducing him. But, uh, yeah, uh, I remember that moment. So it's okay. It's because of the show, and uh, you know, it's when you work in, in the fitness industry, you try as much as you want to be a fair player. You know. Try as much as you can to engage people more and more in a healthy lifestyle and, and something to take them out from the, from the uh, like inside the box that they do. They, they sit inside it because they, want, they don't want to try something new. They don't want to be better. And I think this, uh, this is, this is uh, where your role is, is very important. My role is very important. You know, everybody working in this community. Well, thanks again, Amin, for coming on. Uh, it's been great talking to you, and I will see you this weekend. Okay, awesome. Waiting for you. Can't wait for you. Uh, last shout-out. Uh, I recorded an episode on uh, Miles Keller's podcast and Mo, Mo, I can't pronounce your last name, uh, Brissett, I believe. Uh, Link Endurance, that's going to be coming out right around the same time this is coming out. And it's going to be sharing some of the exciting news that uh, will be released on Wednesday for uh, OCR World Championship for uh, 2018. So uh, make sure you listen to me on that. Uh, we had some good content and that I think you guys will enjoy. Uh, and that's it. That's it from uh, Strength and Speed. We'll see you all next week from Lebanon. Yeah.